Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Lord, this morning we come before your throne this morning, Father. Father, I come before you with my heart open. The chamber of my heart open before you, Lord. Coming to speak to you this morning and what's on my heart, Father God. God, I want to just thank you for a new day, God, that you have woke us up this morning, Lord. Thank you for the rest that you have given us all night long. Thank you for watching over us, Father God, as we slept. Now, Lord, this morning is a new day, Father. In my heart, I'm praying to you, Father God. Lord, I ask you, Father God, to forgive us of all of our sins all of our transgressions, and all of our iniquities, O oh Father. Father, I come before the throne of God, and I ask your Lord today, Father God, to cover me in your blood this morning, Father, as I come before you, God, in prayer. And Lord, I just want to come before you and say thank you, Lord. Thank you for a new morning, a new day, God. Yesterday is gone, and today's a new day. Today's a new day of facing things that's going on right now in the world, Lord. Today, Father God, is something new and set before us, oh, Father God, that we have to face today, Father. But yet, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for in the midst of what you're doing, God. We thank you for how you're doing things and moving things and shifting things, Father. We come humbly before you, Lord, and say thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Father, this morning I come before you with my heart pray for the world this morning, Lord. Father, I'm asking you, Lord, this morning that the truth, O oh God, of you be revealed, O oh God, in the world, O oh God, that we as a body and united together, O oh Father God, be united together praying for the world, praying for the people, O oh God. Father, your truth is real, and I know, God, that you're doing things right now in the world, oh God. I know that you're stretching your hands out and you're healing people as we speak right now, Father. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing, God. Well, let the world even know that the new uh, ventilators, the new uh, masks, the new areas of the, of the um, arenas being opened up for hospitals now to hold more people, Father God. We thank you that you're stirring the hearts of the people, God, to find new areas for people to come who are sick, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you're, that you're creating um, those areas for people to go, Father. We thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Father, I ask you, Lord, that even to stir up the heart of the city officials, oh, Father God, for the homeless to be able to go to, Lord, the vacant homes, let the homeless go to the vacant homes, Father, those to be temp- temporary or even permanent homeless for the homeless, Father, to be able to go to, uh, Lord, especially in this time of uh, what's going on right now in the world. Stir the hearts of the city officials in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you, Lord, to even touch the young children, Father God, who may not be taking this, this, this virus serious, Lord. Lord, that they, they forgive them, Father, for 
what they do not know, Lord. For thanks, forgive them, Father, for the ignorance, Lord, that they that they um, have right now, God, of not taking this serious, Father God. Forgive them, for they do not know, Lord. Father, I'm asking, Lord, to even encourage the new babes um, in Christ, Father. Encourage them, Lord, that even in this time, Lord, that you still are God, Lord, that you still, you, you never want to leave us nor forsake us, Father. Let them be the new babes in Christ understand that even the faith that they have, oh, God, they can still hold on to you and know that this time right now, Lord, is for even them to come closer in prayer to you, Father God. Even put mature saints with the new babes in Christ to help them, to hold them down. Even the leaders to help them, to to help them to pray and to seek the face of you, Father God. Oh, God, continue to hold on to the babes, oh, Father God. Even in the new babes, oh, God, reveal the secret things of you, oh, God, to the new babes in Christ as they're praying, Father God. Show them what, what their purpose is right now, God, to be able to pray and cry out for the nation, to pray and cry out for the families, oh, God, about what's going on right now, Father God, because as a body, Lord, we're coming before you, crying out to you, Lord. But we have faith, God, that you're moving things around. We know, God, that you have a ram in the bush. We know, God, you have a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan, oh, God. We know because you are God. We know that even right now, Lord, I thank you that you're even shifting my eyes and all of our eyes to see new ways of streams of revenue that are coming in place for the people that are unemployed. Even, Lord, you're even getting the banks involved, oh, God, to help the unemployed, the unemployment for new streams of revenue to come in place for the people who don't have a job. Thank you, Lord, that you stir the hearts of, of the, the board directors um, to, to, to do that or even the city officials to do that for the unemployment. Thank you, Lord, that new streams of revenue is coming in. Thank you, Lord, because we know that every good gift comes from you, Father God. But, Lord, I pray that even when you're doing this, Father God, even if the unbeliever will see that, even if there's someone else coming and saying, oh, that was God, oh, that was God that opened that door for you, oh, that was God who did that for you, let them be able to see, Father God, that there are different um, options and different programs that you, Father, have put in place to help, oh, God. We know that everything that comes from you is good comes from you, Father. Father, I'm even praying with my heart. I'm asking, Lord, that even this is a breaking point for the unbeliever to stop. Let the coronavirus be a, a, a breaking point for the unbeliever to stop and turn, oh, God. Humble themselves, oh, Father God, and repent, Father, so they can be reconciled back to you, Father. That is my prayer, Lord. That even whatever's going on, I don't care if they're on their deathbed, oh God. Have mercy, oh God. But let them have a chance, oh God. And I know you merciful, God, that they will say, oh God, save me, Lord. And I believe that you're going to do it, God, in the name of Jesus. I believe they're going to do it, God. That's just who you are, God. God, my heart is also praying for the the nurses and the, the doctors and, and how they're putting their their life on the front line, Father, for the patients, Father. I thank you, Father, for giving them a heart of serving, oh, God, that they're on the front line even risking their lives, oh, Father, God, 
to be able to be a help to the patients right now, Lord. Even, Father, the, the families, oh, Father God, that can't even come and see their loved ones, oh, God. Lord, I ask that you send comfort, oh, God, to the families, Father, in the name of Jesus. Even, Lord, even if they're able to FaceTime or even if they're able just to be in the very um, hospital, I don't know, Lord, that, that there's comfort coming to the families, oh, Father God. Even, Lord, just the, the abundance of things that's going on right now, Father. My heart to you, God, the chambers of my heart is saying to you, Father God, that I know that your hand is stretched out. I know, Lord, at any point in time that you can snap your finger, Lord, and all this will be gone away. But, Lord, I know and I understand in my heart and all of our hearts as saints, Father, that you are trying to get us to a place, oh, God, to pray and seek your face, God. And I understand that, Lord. I understand that completely, Father. And I just thank you for what you're doing in spite of, because you are God. And you never leave us nor forsake us, Father. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. And we give you glory and we give you honor. Father, even let the word that's coming today, Father, be um, uplifting today. Um, us open up our eyes different to something different, what you're saying today, Father, to us, uh, something that maybe we didn't even realize. So let the words they be so powerful and so anointed that it touch every one of our hearts, Lord, that the seed will, will be dispersed to every one of our hearts, Lord, that we would shift some things and change some things. This word may be a word today that we would pray more. This word may be a word today when we would go to war more. This world, this word may be a word today to encourage whatever. This word may be something that we can even encourage our families, our friends, whoever, Father God. But whatever this word is coming today from the man of God, that you have given to the man of God, it is going to shift some things. I believe that in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you continue, that you continue to tell us, do not be anxious for anything, but continue to pray about every situation and be able to remember to be to give thanksgiving to you, Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing, God. Even though we don't understand it, even though we don't we don't get it, but as a body, Lord, coming together, Father, we know that that you're doing great things. As I said before to you, Lord, that you always have a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan. You always have a ram in the bush, Father God. And I can stand and say yes, Lord. that you are the Lord and the Lord and the kings of kings, oh, God. We we know that you are the, the alpha and the omega. You know that you're the beginning and the end. You know that everything that you're doing, God, is a per, it's a set appointed time, Father. And we just thank you, Lord. Our hearts go out to people, God. But yet, God, you're still merciful. Yet, God, you're still God. We can't walk in fear, God. As a body, Lord, we can't walk in fear, God. You did not give us that spirit. You gave us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. We thank you, Lord. Bless the man of God that's bringing the word. I bind every demonic spirit that tries to come against it, stating you have no power. He cast you to the pits of hell from which you come from. Let the power of the Holy Spirit Speak power of love through this line today, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that even as us, God, the believers, as we are going through our day, Father, that we can um, cast all of our hurts, cast all of our cares, cast all of our anxiety, cast all of our uncertainty, cast all those things upon you, Father God, because you'll take it, God, because you, you have carried the sins of the world, oh, Father God, for us. And we thank you, Lord, for that. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, God. Even when we don't understand where we're walking, even though we don't understand where we're going, that you are still with us, oh, Father God, that you never left us, oh, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we don't have nothing to fear. We thank you that you have strengthened us, that you have taught us which way to go. We thank you that we don't have to look to the left nor to the right, Father God, that we just keep our eyes on you, Lord. And that's so comforting, Father God. That's so comforting to us, oh, Father, because your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway, Father. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing, God. And we trust in you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that intercedes for us. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, God, even though we don't understand it. We just lift our hands and we praise you. We thank you for even the adjustment right now, God, that you have in our life. That we are uh, praying and seeking your face and really coming into a place of intimacy um, with you, Lord. That even right now, God, in the midst of what's going on, that you're showing us something new. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. We bless your name this today, Father God. Oh, God, we bless your name. In all things, oh, Father, we raise our hands before you, Lord. And say we bless your name, God. Holy that you are. Sovereign that you are. Peace that you are, God. Let that flow in our hearts today, Father. Let us walk in peace, oh, God. Let us walk in peace. Oh, we bless your name, God. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor today, Father. Hallelujah to your name, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Because it is the opportunity to serve him one more day and to speak unto God. Hey, you're still in the land of the living. In spite of all of the crisis, our God is still moving and our God still protects his own. Hey, beloved, I am my brother's keeper and I want to share the word of God with you. While you go into the word of God in Matthew chapter 15, I'm going to pick up and go back to the throne of grace because I know that prayer is the key and is essential to open the doors in our life that God has for us. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is again we thank you. We thank you for the power of your love and your, we thank you for your kindness and your mercy. God, we just thank you for being our God. Our Father, I'm asking that you forgive us for all sin and transgression and iniquity. Cover us in your blood. God, this is all made possible because of the blood of Jesus Christ. 
And on Calvary, Golgotha the shield, Lord, you tied and bled. Father, today is Holy Thursday. Uh, God, we're leading to the resurrection of our Lord. Uh, God, I just thank you. I thank you for loving us. I thank you for just tolerating us and being long-suffering with your children. Now, God, forgive for all sin and unrighteousness. Use me for thy glory. Fill my mouth with blood one more time, Lord. I'll give thanks and praise to your name and that your word will find good grounds in the hearts of the people. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted amen and amen. Yes, beloved, today is Holy Thursday. So we call Holy Thursday. It used to be called the Monday Thursday, which means from the Latin word mandaslo or mandastu, which means a mandate of Thursday. What happened on Holy Thursday? It was the time that Jesus washed the feet of his disciples and the Lord's Supper took place that night. Now, listen, beloved, there was a powerful movement on that night, whether you recognize it or not. Holy Thursday was a powerful thing that happened because in it was when the, Jesus began to institute the church and the Lord's Supper. That was called the first Holy Mass. What we say is that God was instituting the Lord's Supper. It was Jesus' last meal on the earth. In our day and time, we call it dead men walking. Right before he, they walked that long hall, they give him his last meal, kind of like the Last Supper. About ten things took place that night, and I'll just run through them, but I'm going to the Gospel of Matthews. But I want you to be assured that today is Holy Thursday. I'm taking a light day. Because something powerful happened on today, during the time of Jesus' life. It was a time that he, he, he humiliated himself, humbled himself, and washed the feet of the disciples. Now, I want you to hear this because uh, it took a lot to do that because he's the Lord. But he made a statement that was so powerful. He said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. So he washed their feast. Hey, let's go to the gospel according to Matthews. Uh, we're going to pick it up in verse number 21, chapter 15. Um, and we're going to share the word of the Lord with you. And I hope and pray that God strengthen your heart. I am my brother's keeper. And this, this month we're talking about faith. But I want to put something deeper into you from the faith of, or saving faith to justification, and we'll explain that as we go along. Here's what the word of the Lord says in verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed unto the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievous and vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel first priority, my first mission and assignment from God was to go to the house of Israel and try to get them converted. Notice what it says in verse 25. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, 
have mercy upon me. But he answered and said, it is not meat. It is not meat. It's not right. It's not good. It's not proper to take the children's bread, cast it to dogs. I want to talk to you from the thought a dog that has faith. A dog that has faith. This entire chapter started out with Jesus dealing with the scribes and Pharisees concerning the tradition and commandment of God. The scribes and Pharisees was pushing more of their tradition of the elders by washing hands and all of that before they eat. And it was a cardinal sin to them that if they saw a person eating without washing their hands, he had just, just violated one of the elders' rules. To them, that was a harsh thing, but to Jesus, it wasn't that important because you are so busy with your traditions of pushing, wash your hands, but I was saying, Jesus, I'm going to push the tradition of God. Obey your mother and father. And they got real hostile, and Jesus called them a bunch of hypocrites because what they were doing was saying, well, it was a gift for my parents to have me in. They were trying to circumvent and go around the things that were supposed to be done for the parents taking care of them. In other words, they say, well, it's a gift for my parents to have me. I shouldn't be having to pay to take care of them when they get old. That's what I was leading to. That's what that's all about. And Jesus dealt with them by calling them hypocrites. Now they're offended. But the thing that got me, Jesus said, is not what goes in a man that defiles him and what comes out. Your voice is connected to your spirit and where your heart lies. And he said, out of the heart flows the issue of life. So whatever's in a man's heart is what comes out of his mouth. And those things that were coming out of the mouth was those things that were defiled a man. It's not what you put in you. It's what comes out of you. Now he comes to the narrative story here of a woman who's considered to be a dog. Now, the coast of Tyron and Sidon, Sidon were cities that was a seacourse of a shore of the Mediterranean. And here's what Matthew 11 and 21 says. It says, Warn to them of Tyron, warn to them of Bethsaida, for if the mighty work which was done in you had been done in Tyron and Sidon, they would have repented long ago as like clothing and ashes. In other words, the work that was done there, they should have turned to God. But that's not where we headed. Now, a woman of Canaan, this woman is called, as the Greek called her, the Sanphonesian woman by birth. Mark 7 and 26 says that the woman was a Greek, a Sanphonesian by nation. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. So he did good to you. And hear me well, because in ancient time, the whole land of Tyre and Sidon was possessed 
with Canaanites. They were just called Canaan. The Phoenician was descendants of Canaan, which were Canaanites. You remember that Canaan was a part of Ham, which was part of the 12 tribes, which came out of a Norse tribe, but that all goes back to the tribe of Israel. So this was part of God. But these people had begun to stray away from God because of their worshiping of idols and began to do things that was not of God. They got deeper into orgies and deeper into festivities and parties. God began to cut the tides with them. Now, the country of Tyrone and Sidon was Phoenician. Hear me now. This power of Alexander the Great ruled. So all of this time, at the time of Christ, this Greek city was under its power. Now it comes to the point that our faith pumps in that let us know the power of having faith and being a dog out of the covenant of God, doomed and destined for hell, lost. But yet she has enough faith to come to God. Now watch this. She called him the son of David. Because in Matthew 1 and 1, here's what it says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. She said, I know your origin. I know who you come from. I know your lineage. I need help. Why do you need help? You're out of the covenant of God. You consider law as a dog, but I have some rights as a dog. Dog has always been man's best friend. But listen to me, beloved. He's faithful and loyal to his master. A dog will never turn his back on his master. He's faithful to his master. He'll die with his master. If his master get killed, he'll lay next to his master, even to the grave until he himself will die. Because the faithfulness in a dog is more loyal sometimes than human beings all one to another. Here the woman says to Jesus, but even dogs have a right. I don't want to take the children's bread, which are the benefits that belong to the children of Israel, and cast it to you dogs. She said, yes, Lord, but my soul is grieved and vexed. My daughter is grieved and vexed with the devil. I need your help. Now, here's where the faith of God comes into your life and mine. Let me help you with something. This is what I call saving faith. You have to have saving faith before you can have justification. When we say that the just shall live by faith, it's because they've had saving faith, and now they are justified. So this woman came with the attitude of having faith that I get your help and you'll bless me. 
and heal my child. And then Jesus justified him by saying, go home. Your daughter is delivered. I stopped by to tell somebody, I am my brother's keeper. And the day you got to operate in your saving faith to have justification and be just in the eyes of God. This woman had a mindset. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, or speak toward me or do toward me, I'm going to press my way until God heal my daughter. Have you ever had somebody that you were crying out for God to deliver or God to heal? That's being like the South Amnesian woman. I'm not going to turn back until God answer me. I want you to realize that when you operated this kind of faith, that God will answer you. God will never reject you. He'll never turn away from you because what you're praying, God will answer because you have pressed your way into his heart. This woman was about bringing deliverance to her child. And you want to pray, you let God touch one of your loved ones or your children or your child. I guarantee you, you cry out to God. You ever seen your child sick? You saying to yourself, I wish I could take her pain. Seems like she's too small to handle that. I'll take that pain for God. God is trying to get you to touch his heart. This woman stood in the midst of Jesus and cried out. My daughter is grievous and vexed with the devil. Can you imagine being rebuked in the front of all those people called a dog? But even dogs have a right. What is their right? They can get the crumbs that fall from the table. Some of us have been living on crumbs. For the last four or five years, I feel that waste of time, but I know I'm part of the covenant of God. So I quickly readjust my mind and said, I got a whole note. The bread is there, but faith has to operate so that you can get more than one piece of crumb. Got through crying out to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, go home. Your daughter's made whole. Can you imagine being unsaved and a man of God or a woman of God just speak to you and tell you everything all right at your house when you get home? You've got to believe. You have to accept. And he answered her, I spoke to her heart. Faith came alive. Now, it took some courage to, punt, to confront Jesus because she understood that she was not in the course of plan of God. She understood that she was outside of the covenant. I want you to see the story, see the picture. A low-down sinner. Walks into the church 
fall on their knees and cry, Preacher, preacher, help me. Somebody at my home is sick. She wasn't thinking about the crowd. She needed an answer. And the face of the dog came alive. Yes, Lord, I agree with you, my dog. Yes, preacher, I agree, I'm a sinner. Yes, preacher, I agree, I don't have it all together. But if God hear me, answer me, God. I hear the Lord saying, say to you now, I'm answering your Christ. Whatever you're asking me, I'm answering it now. When I hang up the telephone, let me go your way. It's done. To have the faith of a dog greater than what you and I know. The dog symbolized her that was out of the covenant. You're in the covenant. And all you have to do is believe. And it shall be done. Walk in it. Believe it. Somebody's faith just leaped. Somebody's mindset just went to another level. I believe, God. I believe. So it is. It is done. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle. We use the term again. I'm trying to drive God's word in your heart at this time. The critical moment in this life. Without the word of God, fear will take most of you all over. But the devil is a liar. Our God is able. We must believe him. Hey, I want you to understand God loves you. You got to accept that. And you'll get an answer from God. Before I close it, on tonight at 9 o'clock, our area of time, I have a prayer meeting tonight. Those that are an hour behind, that'd be 8 o'clock. Those that are three hours, that'd be 6 o'clock. I want to pray, and we're going to discuss some things. I'm going to give you a format to kind of follow in prayer. And we're going to go on prayer line. I want you to call in and release all of the lines that we'll have a corporate prayer to cry out to God. God will hear his people. When they cry. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks till tonight. Praying for you, pray one for another. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that these under the sound of my voice, faith will leap and come alive and believe when they get off this line that whatever they've asked for, it is done. No hesitation, no doubt, no waver. Their faith is alive to receive. I know it's done, Father, because you said it and your word would never return to you void. I hasten to perform it. Cover these in your blood and hide us all behind your cross. I love you. I'm out. I'll talk with you tonight. God's willing. Nine o'clock. Get on the prayer line. Tell your neighbors and friends, connect tonight. We need prayer. The land need prayer. The church need prayer. Individuals need prayer. I love you. I'll talk with you tonight. I'm out. God bless you. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.